You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Mainstream has hit the rocks Outrageous finally come of age Throwing shirts and sexy lakes Or tearing fashion from the beach The girls are waving fancy feathers Above the hair of a rainbow color the guys are looking cool in leather. Leather. Oh, it used to clash, now it goes together. Together. New looks, chasing out the old on every corner. I'm moving for myself today, so yesterday move over. New hooks screaming down the street for your attention. If it don't get a second glance, I make you feel good when you dance, and it's no. And it's old in the world could you right. love. Welcome All right. to, uh, yeah, there's another edition of the Overnight Drive podcast coming to you live from Frankfort, Kentucky. <laughs> this is uh, this is the absolute best time of year, I, I noticed today, when you get off the subway, for everyone who lives in New York. This is that magical time of year where every time you get off a subway, there's a little Hasidic kid there, and he stands there and says, "Excuse me, are you Jewish? Excuse me, are you Jewish by chance? Are you are you Jewish?" It is my favorite time of year. I love why, it. Why why is he asking you if you're Jewish? I have no idea. And every year, I tell myself I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes and just see what happens. Like well, what happens after that. And the only reason I didn't is because I knew we were going to do this tonight, and see, I well, I didn't want to get whisked away. The only time I ever interacted with anyone on the subway, as far as like a subway person goes, uh, was the woman who sells churros in the Metropolitan Station, and she was. Oh, always, you went for that, huh? No, no, no. She was just she'd like be like churros, 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 churros over and over again. But I looked, I looked at her only once because you just ignore people. It's like the New York thing to do. You just mm-hmm. ignore people, and uh, she was crying while she was selling churros. Whoa. Six, Holy shit. but that it, it, it made me, yeah, weeping while selling churros. But that made me buy six churros, and I of course, oh I, yeah, absolutely. And of course, I ate every churro on the way on the four stop G train ride home. <laughs> it's cool. You like you were getting on the train. You wandered into an episode of The Shield really briefly. Oh, that was right. pretty you, wild. You, 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 you're you're uh, you're a better man than I in many ways. But one of the ways is that you live in New York and have been managing to. Carve out a life. Now, when I lived in New, uh, you know, when, I lived, when, I, well, when I lived in New York, I just had wet feet for like seven months, <laughs> and I ate a, and I ate a lot of like deli sandwiches. That was like those are my two standout memories. Uh, had one today? No, I didn't. Now I'm on the good foot, man. No, I had one today. I really oh, I went for it. Oh, good. 
Excellent. Was it was it in wax paper? Was it really? Uh, yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. Awesome. Well, that's good. So what, hey, uh, what? Yeah, what? What did you get into? Oh, uh, you, well, it's you, been yeah. <laughs> it's been well, it's been quite an eventful week. The other night, I hung out with two girls I barely know, and we smoked Cali weed, and then we played with a camcorder. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, it, it. Was a person who had given me her number, uh, and I think she might have been drunk because generally the only time a woman approaches me is when she is ability impaired. Uh, or selling churros. I don't, or selling churros. I don't get a lot of sober response because, whereas I am a uh, a funny guy, I'm not exactly a handsome guy. So I get the um, I get the wretched refuse, the tempest tossed, if you will, of uh, society. Where although this girl was very nice, she gave me her number, and then I I actually texted her and I was like you should hang out you know doing that guy thing where it's like hey you we should hang out smiley face come on out come on out smiley face smiley. we're going to the city beer garden oh, uh, hey. uh, you know all tap yeah we're going to the all tap <laughs> <laughs> hey we're going to the all tap to watch the game you should totally come along and but then like Act like you're going with a bunch of people, but then it's just you and oh, her. Everyone bailed. Everyone yeah. bailed everyone on me. Everyone bailed. They heard, bunch they, of jerks. They heard you were coming, and they were like, fuck her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can I buy you a beer? <laughs> or 12? It's all, it's all on tap here. That's why they call it all tap. All, actually, there in Latham, there is a sports bar called the On Tap, where you can watch oh, MMA fighting. Oh, wow, that sounds really, really terrible. Yes, you can also give out free Ed Hardy shirts with a pitcher of beer, I believe. <laughs> Um, free Hoffman's Playland shirts. Oh man, is that place still open? No. Well, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I I would only go to Latham at gunpoint, so I have no idea. Ah, understood. Um, but anyways, I so we I hung out at this house right, and I go in, and the house is like from the '60s. I feel like I'm like I'm at the Grateful Dead practice space, which is totally cool to me. You know, uh, there's stuff all over the walls. They have a wall of VHS tapes. It's amazing. Jesus. I was actually yeah. That's really that's your jam, right I, it's there. It's my jam. I was completely in awe. So you know, there's nothing to talk about because nobody knows each other, which is where I thrive. I love awkward situations because I don't really feel awkward ever. But I lo- I kind of love. So it wasn't actually just my presence alone was making people feel awkward uh, to the point where it was like a wordless awkwardness. So of course, what do you do in an awkward situation? You ask, hey, you know, do you mind if we uh, light up a number? I guess. <laughs> um, Listen, I'm going to take my shirt off. Is that cool? No one, no one cares. All right. Cool. I, you know, I should have. I, I look. I don't look good with my shirt off or my clothes <laughs> off. But um, I should have at the time. I should, you know, I only smoke weed shirtless, so I need to take this off. But um, <laughs> I got a ceremony. I have to. I have to go through all the steps. I have a weed ceremony. Don't interrupt the uh, the, the. What are they? What are you? See, I don't even know. I smoke weed once. Uh, once a generation, I think. Um, this was like the first time in, in literally five years, I think I smoked some Cali weed, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, it was, it was fun. It was a mellow, I mellowed my mind. It was really cool. But, uh, while I was feeling, you know, really high, like, I got really like abs- absurdly high for like a 35 year old, like it's out of not, 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 <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, uh. I noticed at the corner of my eye that they had like a like a hard case, like something you'd carry a bomb in. And I was like, "Hey, is that like a video camcorder?" 
And they were like, yeah, we got it from work, and we don't know how to use it. So I said, well, let's plug it in. And we plugged it in, and it took us like a really long time to figure it out. <laughs> and then, But then, because I was high, I put my eye up to the viewfinder and started playing with the effects buttons. <laughs> so all of a sudden, people, I was like, oh, wait, there's like a mirror image of you, but then there's like a picture-in-picture, picture too. Um, it was great. I, I lasted a long time. And then I made them watch the BBC version of the show Top Gear. Oh, yeah. Which is like the least fun show ever. <laughs> I just actually stopped listening when you said the UK version of Top Gear. I just shut down for yeah, a second. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I checked my text messages. No, it shows you how unbelievably stupid I am and how I have no game ever. <laughs> and, uh, is like, there a video of you floating around? Like, the best, uh, the best recording part, yourself on this? The best part about it was... No videotape. Oh, man. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to have a real good bonus there. No, I wish it was. I wish. I really wish there was a tape. But uh, the, uh, the last time I haven't, I haven't smoked weed in, like, ever. Like, mm-hmm. in a really, really long time. Yeah. But the, uh, the last time I was living with uh, my old roommate, Dave, who uh, he made a bunch of pot brownies one night. He was like, hey, man, I, I'm making yeah, this for us. Else? I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. We each sat down, we had one each, and nothing happened. We're like, oh, this, this fucking sucks. All right. Whatever, don't even think about it. Uh, the next day, my friend, uh, or the next day I woke up and I was, had the day off. I had nothing going on. And I, uh, I just decided that I was going to have, like, two or three of them. You know, like, whatever. They, they didn't do anything anyway. So I'm like, oh, shout out to the Well, fuck? I mean, under fair litigation, I could definitely expand on stories of living with people who produce weed cookies, but I won't. Yeah, just, for, you know. It, it, for, <laughs> all, for all considered, I will not touch on that subject. Yeah, I made sure not to mention his last name. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give it although, up under torture, maybe. Although, it doesn't, I mean, it, come on. I mean, it doesn't matter at all, but no. it's, uh, yeah. I, I, we're, uh, we're, we're almost there with that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but yeah, I uh, I had like three of them, and then I went and I met my friend for a drink at the bar, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I, I gotta go, I gotta return a video. This is how long ago it was I was returning a VHS cassette. Um, it's like Patrick. I Bateman. go, I yeah, I bring back my VHS cassette of Eraserhead, <laughs> and I get to the bus stop, and all of a sudden it hits me at the bus stop as the bus pulls up. It like a ton of bricks, it just hits me, and I like kind of flip out for a second and the doors open I'm like oh the, the the doors on the bus open I have to get on now I'm like I'm way too high to be out on the street was this the but 55 I get on the bus. bus by any this chance was, this was the 55 bus going to Schenectady going to uh, I don't remember the name of the video store that weird place in Colony that was open for like a minute that closed down that had every movie oh that was uh, uh, um, Super Video Super Video yeah fucking yeah. A so I yeah. I get all the way up, and as we're going to uh, up to Super Video, I'm like looking at SUNY in the distance, and I'm convincing myself it's, it's like the Philadelphia skyline. Uh, <laughs> like I'm imagining like big iron hands closing over Central. I was like in like really bad shape. <laughs> That's great. Big I iron. get all the way to Super Video. Yeah, like big iron, you know, like I beam fingers closing over the street, uh, and I get up to Super Video and. Uh, um, paranoid as shit. I think every I, I don't think that dude mixed the batter, and I just got the brownie with like an entire fucking ounce of weed. <laughs> so I go into Super Video, and I'm like, they're they're all gonna know. They're all gonna know that I'm really really fucked up. So I go in, 
I really coyly like slide a racer head into the uh, the return box, and then I just book it. Like I just turn and book out of the out of the video store. Like I stole something. I like I just totally flip, run out the door, <laughs> and I have no recollection of how I got home. Like that was that's wow. the end of the story for me. I don't know what happened after that. Oh my god, you're not alone in that story. I think many people have been in Super Video and have done the same thing. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> I don't think Especially, many of them, like, I think a lot of them got past the counter, though. Like, I just walked in, like, kind of put it in, and then just tailed it. Oh, boy. I, young, I would imagine young Andrew, so tender, so mild. Yep. yep. Uh, probably, did you have punk clothes on? I, this was this was just past uh, this my was punk like, This, this is was when was all like the when punkers Andrew, like kind of turned their backs on me. Like X and like uh, the Clash, and you were like. But yeah, that. this is like this is like pre loving X. This is like weird like goatee fucking pajama oh, licensed so story. Like yeah, like Rockets era Andrew. Then yeah, this was uh, this is what I like to refer to as the the dark years. It shit got <laughs> so this really is like really dark. Pre eighties night Andrew, uh, post yep. anarcho Andrew. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's exactly it. Perfect. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, at really that, at that point in my life, I was delivering pizza and living in a, a rural town called Glens Falls, New York. You know, I made the most money I ever made in my life delivering Pizza Hut pizza. I'm thought, not in Glens Falls. I'm not surprised. Thought about that the other day. I made like seven fifty a week in like the nine in like Christ. the in the nineties delivering. Pizza. Yeah, when seven fifty got you places. So don't ever. I mean, I was a loser. Don't get me wrong. I was. I wore Jen, I wore black Jenkos. You know, it's a great story. I got laid off wearing Jenkos while delivering pizza once because it's like Jesus. Yeah, this girl. This is right when like people used to like right on the cusp of where like girls started to wear a lot of skater clothes. Remember that? Oh yeah, and, like uh, shaving that weird spot in the back of their head. Yep. Yeah, yep. like old big Osiris fucking shoes and stuff like that, uh, or like not even Osiris. It was like. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company. Emer- this is the worst. E- <laughs> America, maybe I don't remember. Um, yep, yeah, this but, is terrible already. I like. I want to. I want to buy a firearm right now. <laughs> this is fucking awful. Oh, why? You don't want me to get into my dark story? No, I'm excited for your story. I just. Laid, I want to. Come on. I wanna, yeah. All right. Go. Go for it. Go. I don't want to. I don't want to judge it first. <laughs> no. No. It's cool, man. No. Well, this. You know, I delivered to this girl. This Pete. I mean, first of all. Standards were not... I didn't have standards until recently. And, All right. And I'll expand on that. <laughs> I had standards, but I was also very lonely and miserable for a good part, portion of my life. So I would... You know, I was really into, like, chalking everything up to life experience. So in retrospect, this girl was very much not... Um, not your typical vixen. Let's put it that way. All right. Every Friday night, she would order two large Pizza Hut pizzas with cheese crust. Oh hell yeah! Uh, you know, like the cheese inside the crust. Yeah, the uh, the the fucking inserted cheese. It's real cute. The, the inserted cheese. Yeah, it was fucking disgusting, right? Uh, so <clears throat> I don't remember. I don't remember the exact circumstances of the order. Uh, I could tell a lot of Pizza Hut delivery stories. That's the thing. I feel like we'll get a lot of these. We'll get terrible state, like terrible commentary on my life that I have many. Like the time I delivered a two liter of soda and purposely heated it up so it would explode because the guy was such a jerk on the phone. Um, And then I had to go back with another two liter and I looked in, (laughs) but I looked over his shoulder and his wife had like a white blouse on and it was covered in soda, which was the best. Here you go. Here's your soda. 
You're just so sorry about that. Don't know what. I, don't, don't know what. I, this is. This, I was like a. I was a total turd. This is like pre Spokane. So, um, like sorry about the. Even though I did it, you know. Even though I knew the. I knew the fucking ropes. All right. Don't mess with me. I was like total like. I knew the fucking ropes. I knew like what to do, man. It was awesome. I don't know why I ever left that rural town. Well, you can still go back. You still got time. <clears throat> I was there today. I was there. I went to. I see my my shrink appointment is in Glens Falls. And uh, oh, we uh, hang on one second. We uh, we had a request actually for uh, <clears throat> pardon me for uh, a story that <laughs> I think ties in directly to Glens Falls. We were talking well, about it briefly. Uh, well, our, uh, our 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 friend of the room uh, requested what he called the Nirvana cassette story, which <laughs> I'm really excited to hear. Well then, okay, you remember Nirvana? You remember the band Nirvana? They had a yeah. They they, they played last night, I think. Oh, that was fucking terrible. First of all, I didn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch that concert. That well, sounded was, like an I mean, absolute it was nightmare. A, it was a, uh, it was a Jake uh, Zach Wild had a band called Pride and Glory that uh, he used to play guitar for Ozzy Osbourne, but he briefly had his own band between Ozzy Osbourne and Black Label Society. Disclaimer: I don't like any of this shit except for Ozzy. Um, but th- that it sounded exactly like Pride and Glory. With the slide guitar, and it was very bad. You could tell that, in a sad state of affairs, you could tell that Dave Grohl ghost wrote a song for Paul McCartney, which is just very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. But uh, Paul McCartney played uh, two Wings songs during his set, which I thought was amazing. Um, uh, there's a television presenter from England named Alan Partridge. I said, knew you were going to bring this up. It's who so said that funny. Wings is the band that the Beatles could have been, uh, and uh, <laughs> I do believe that that's true. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, the Nirvana story. All right, let me take you back to a time in the early '90s when everybody wore black jeans. Okay, now, I don't. I know some of you are, are very young and you don't remember, but just picture in your mind's eye a time where it was perfectly acceptable. Not wearing black jeans like, oh, I ride a fucking fixed bike and like I fix shit. No, I'm just like, you're like a f- pasty guy and you've crammed yourself into tight black Levi's with white high tops. Because you needed more black, really. Like, that was I mean, it. Because you needed more black. <laughs> I did, because, my, you know, we're, we're all angsty teenagers. Mm-hmm. I must have been, hell, I must have been like 16, I think. Nirvana was, this was just before Nirvana really broke. And they, well, they broke, but it was like, you know, it was around the time of the backlash toward all other music, because of, apparently that Nirvana, like, was the be-all and end-all of music. Everybody loved them, everybody started to sound like them. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell the whole story of Nirvana, but um, they became an enemy of metal, because... <laughs> Apparently, the, not, it's not that the it's not that the old metal bands sucked. It's that Nirvana came along and 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 shifted the focus to other types of music. Um, but, I remember there was that week when uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" came out, and "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and some fucking awful Guns N' Roses video were like fighting for number one spot on MTV, and kids in my high school were like <laughs> getting like fighty about it. Like it was getting really, really oh, yeah. weird. So yeah, I oh, recall it, this well. It was it, it was a bone of contention, right? Uh, the thing was, I kind of liked the music. <laughs> so there was this record store called The Probe in Saratoga where I 
would buy, you know, I bought like a black, like a Henry Rollins spoken word tape there once, you know, and I bought a, uh, like a Hare Krishna tape there once too, but, um, I bought the Bleach cassette, the, uh, the, uh, Sub Pop Bleach cassette, and I really liked it, and I really liked to listen to it, <laughs> but <laughs> the problem was, I, all my, my only friends were metalheads in their late 20s. And I was like 16, 15, 16, you know, had just lost my virginity. I always make this, I always make the story sexual. But anyway, I just lost my virginity to a, oh, that's another story. Mind-blowing. Best loss, of, <laughs> best loss of virginity story you'll ever hear. But that's probably for another podcast. I, all you fucking poor motherfuckers out there who, like, put it in once and that was, like, your virginity story, forget it. I got my fucking, I got rocked. I got my cock rocked. Okay, first of all, I, every, around the world, everything you'd ever want to do with a woman in one night, first time, first kiss, first lick, you know, everything. Anyways, so I rolled with a rug, a raw crowd. We're talking about Donnie's Woods era at Mons Falls, right? We hung out at this place called Donnie's Woods, where there was a clubhouse built by this guy who used to be in the army. And he fucking, he was, he got kicked out of the army for like selling weed or some fucking shit. So he ended up back. He was, he was fucking my friend Donnie's mom. This dude was like 20, right? This dude was like 20 or 21. And my, my friend Donnie's mom was like 50, right? Fucking my friend Donnie's mom. In, in exchange, literally in exchange for room and board. And, uh, I remember he drove like this, um, Chevy Chevette, light blue Chevy Chevette that had big, big like mud tires on it so we all used to like we would like ride on top of it like it was a tank <laughs> and he would drive us into the woods to um to this place called the acid strip right where people fuck i love the acid strip well it's because the fucking jocks had thrill hill this was before i played football right the fucking jocks had thrill hill so the metalheads and the fucking kids in nine inch nails shirts and the hot fucking girls with the necklaces and the black short black hair another recurring theme in my life uh would go to the acid strip because it was like a little fucking cooler than standing around a fire drinking a keg all right even though it was essentially the same thing wait it was like but the problem was with every with a, with a subculture you attract a criminal type element you know it's not like yeah you're not going to talk about like you know like a white hat like a like a 17 year old white hat bro. You're not going to talk about like drugs or like metal or anything. So it started the the acid strip parties started attracting like a lot of fucking weird criminal like bozo guys like like steal a car to get there bozos you know. <laughs> uh, so this guy, the guy who was fucking my friend Donnie's mom, right? He started throwing these parties. And all of these, like, dudes who were in, like, Warren County Jail started showing up. Uh, guys who, this one guy, <laughs> uh, this one guy, Russ, who worked at the Extra Mart, where I got, he eventually got me a job at the Extra Mart, where I got a gun pulled on me, but that's another story. <laughs> um, it's also the parking lot where uh, another friend's mom stole a car, and then she had us drive around in the stolen car so she didn't get caught. I love this So essentially story. she stole a car. Drove it to her trailer where we were hanging out. Then she's like, hey, guys, you can have the car. Just drive around for a while. And so hopefully she wouldn't get caught, but we would get caught instead. That's how fucking weird where I grew up was. 
Jesus. <laughs> so, just the, so this is all backstory. So, um, so we start hanging out with these raw dudes because they have a okay, they have cars, they have access to what we thought were beautiful women, which is, I mean, what if I knew back then what I know now? Ooh, give me Jesus. Unbe- yeah, like unbelievable, Ooh, like like fucking <laughs> Tweety Bird sweatshirts and shit. Like, oh, really? Like 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 proto hood rat. You know what I mean? Like white, like before white rap really got big. These are like proto hood rat white girls, you know. But they were more like metal tramps, you know. But they still had like the Tweety Bird style going, which is really fucking weird, you know. So it'd be like a girl with like metal, like acid wash metal jeans and like really flared up hair, but also with a Tweety Bird sweatshirt. So that was really that was this one girl I remember in particular who we called Janie Girl was really fucked up on a lot of drugs and um she was like the a blowjob queen. I never I I, I was a kind of a I was really like I was brought up right to be contrary to like how I turned out. I was brought up like right. <laughs> I was brought up right and I was like this girl's no good. I can't go for that. But I did see many of my friends get blown in front of me. Which you know was form was good during my formative years, fourteen to seventeen. Um, it taught me a lot. It's like watching live porno. <laughs> so uh, one day, I'm walking home from school, and these dudes pick me up. They're like, "Hey, fucking fag, get in the car, fat faggot." <laughs> so I'm like, with an invitation like that, I was like, "Of course, yes, of course." Uh, I mean. Uh, anybody who calls me a fat faggot uh, generally gets my seal of approval. Uh, there are already like four dudes in the back seat of this like really tiny car, so I laid across them, right? <laughs> and I, but I didn't. She shows you how starved, how fucking starved for like any type of social interaction I was back then because I was. It like, just seemed like a good idea. Seemed like a good idea, you know. They had beers going. Everyone's drinking beers in the fucking car, you know. We're like driving some fucking back road somewhere. And uh, one of the fucking dudes is like, hey, what fag, what the fuck's this? What's in your fucking bag? And he dumps my bag, right? I've got the Nirvana, I've got the Nirvana tape. You know, like, fucking real asshole. You know, I'll never get that shit back. I don't even know who's, I don't even know who's driving. I just know a couple of dudes in the car. <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. I'm not the only person in the world to have a story like this. But anyway, um, <laughs> I love how my insecurities come through while I'm telling this story. Like, how did I get here from there? Like, I could have been yeah, killed. Yeah, you always, you go back in time and you tell these stories. You, like, relive this shit. No, because the last, the last 15 years of my life have been fun, but they haven't been particularly interesting. And, uh, well, I don't know. That's not true. Um, anyway. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm at a weird cross. So I had my therapy session today, man. Get off me. So, anyway. <laughs> um, uh... So, fucking motherfucker, I remember the dude's name, Jason, right? The dude, of course his name is Jason, right? The dude, Jason, mm-hmm. dumps my fucking bag. He's like, what you got in here, fag? You know, I bet it's not condoms. You know, like, saying fucking dumb shit like that. And out comes the Nirvana tape, and it lands in the fucking dude's lap. And he's like, what the fuck is this? What kind of fag shit is this, bro? And he like he couldn't believe it but i thought he was kidding so i'm like laughing but it's like that scene in fucking goodfellas where like ray liotta was like like joking or like ray liotta's trying to joke around with joe pesci but then joe pesci all of a sudden takes it really fucking serious you know so and so it was like my joe pesci what am i a clown to you moment where this dude like got really fucking serious and was like no i mean what the fuck is this and then he's like he's like jimmy pull over right 
So I'm like, cool. So I know that the driver's name is Jimmy now. <laughs> so he's like, Jimmy, fucking pull So when you over, talk to right? the police later, so you can say it was, it was Jimmy over, and like, Jason. On the side of the road near a cow field. And they're like, first of all, he puts the tape under the fucking car wheel. And they run over my tape because they're like, fucking Nirvana, ruining fucking music. You're a fucking fag, right? No, it's really heavy on the fag talk. And then they turn around and they just start beating the shit out of me. For Jesus listening to Nirvana, Christ. like the first, the first time I ever, t- that's the first time in my life I ever took a man-sized punch was over a fucking Nirvana tape. I got bowled over. And I was like pretty pasty, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't tough mm-hmm. at all. I had no exercise, so I got fucking doubled over. St- but the dudes start fucking stomping on me with work boots, right? So this is like getting not cool really quick. So I just lay there in like the fucking yurtle the turtle position, like my head fucking and. uh they're like, you better not fucking hear you listen to Nirvana anymore. You know, it's fucking it gives me like this this like speech about music at the same time. So I'm getting oh, like man. a I'm getting like a metalhead's like musicology lesson while they're like <laughs> So, you know, the beating wasn't that bad. But they fucking take off and leave me on fucking Metalbrook Falls Road in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> with, I feel bad laughing about this. Without my bag. Which had books in it, and I was—I still did my fucking homework, even though I was a metalhead. The books are gone, bags gone, Nirvana tape is smashed to bits. So I end up walking home. Uh, I don't tell my father because he is a fucking truck driver rage case, and will most certainly go to their house and try to beat the shit out of them. Yeah, he'll get like a gun or something and make they it will a lot worse. Absolutely, drive our Volkswagen Jetta to their house and shoot them. No, no questions asked. <laughs> Because he is like, this dude has logged more miles probably than any truck driver in upstate New York. And he is not particularly happy about that fact. You know, he's just kind of working because he has to, you know. And mm-hmm. I was like, if I, no, it's because I'm fucked. I'm going to catch one yep. too. Like, if I tell somebody, I'm going to be completely fucked. I can't call the cops. I have no fucking proof. So this is all that's going through my head. And then I'm like, man, I should have just joined the fucking army. You know, I'm going to join the army because I hate this fucking <laughs> town. That was always my default, like... I'm going to join the army. <laughs> That's like well, You're another, always joining the army, man. Every yeah. time you're in a situation like another, this, you're joining the army. Another sadly recurring theme is joining the fucking army. <laughs> um, and I almost did a couple times. Uh, but so I'm walking home, and of course it gets dark, and uh, I finally get home, and I do not realize that I've had like blood streaming down the back of my head. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, it's cool, it's casual. Then I'm sitting on the couch later on with my with my back to my dad. And he's like he's like, "Oh, yeah." He's like he's like, "You been playing football? You been playing football?" I'm like, "No." Like, "What the fuck? No. What are you talking about?" Like, it's so you're so fucking cuz I'm like 16, so I hate my dad. So I'm like, "No, you're so fucking stupid. Like, don't fucking talk to me. I'm trying to watch I'm trying to watch Benson. Trying to watch fucking Benson. Like, shut the fuck up." And uh he like re- reaches over and touches my head. He's like, "You're bleeding. Why are you bleeding? Did you get in a fight? Who'd you get in a fight with?" And it escalates, of course. And I have to like, yep. I have to say, "Oh no, no, we uh, we we playing, you know, kickball in gym class, and I fell, you know, like like a battered wife, fucking excuses, you know, like what happened to you? Oh, I fucking fell. Don't worry about me, you know." And then, uh, so that was my. Uh, that's the, Nirvana, the fucking Nirvana story, and uh, I hope whoever asked for it is extremely happy with that long, uh, with that long explanation. 
Um, Man, the the Donnie's Woods saga. I love this shit. Like oh, when we would yeah. when we would do like ten twelve hour drives at night. I would always like uh, Donnie's Woods would always like warm me on cold Donnie's, nights. Donnie's <laughs> Donnie's Woods. Man, that was the fucking spot. And it I actually fucking love Donnie's Woods. But little did we know it was an EPA super fun site and had uh, that makes a lot of sense. Tons of PCB barrels buried underneath it, which explains why I might be fucking stupid right now. Wow, man. Fucking Nirvana cassette story really delivered there. Jesus. (laughs) Fucking A, man. But but those guys also got me laid for the first time. All right. Because there was a... I'll just... I'll I'll tease the the, the, lost my virginity story. All right. Yeah, give us a a, a two-minute preview on this. Well, there's a shithole... The shithole apartment on the outskirts of town that had an empty apartment upstairs... And I can occupy an apartment downstairs. So in Glens Falls, when there's an empty apartment upstairs, you just assume the whole house is yours for some reason. Mm-hmm. So it became like fucking party house. Now, now imagine like your 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 grandfather's basement with like with wood paneling and like an ugly green rug. But that was the, what the whole house looked like. So it was like a mm-hmm. real party. It was looked like something out of Freaks and Geeks. Um, this girl who looked exactly like Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees, right? Fucking so hot, right? Oh, like, like so good looking, and her perfect face. I mean, even now, it's just a, uh, like I don't even. This is a girl I don't even look. I don't even Google her name because I'm just so. I just I would just get so sad when I see her. When I see what she's yeah, don't into. don't ruin it. Just let it. She's like, let it be because she, when I she was like uh, 21 and I was 15, so Jeez. she's got to be. So she's now 41. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. I there's a very good chance she is absolutely ungoogleable because I she may have never used a computer. I mean that's that that's age true. where you could successfully like avoid being googled in any capacity. But I would like to think that she thinks that I was a love lover of her life, which is not true. All right. All right. <laughs> but so we got Maybe little... you surprised her though, man. Maybe you uh, well, you know, you're very young and I, spry. Uh young, yes, spry never. Um <laughs> This was see. This was pre. This was pre sports on. So I was very chubby. Just imagine like a dude who works at a game store, only fifteen. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking chub, chubby, acne. A guy who has no business sleeping with Susie, Susie from Susie and the Banshees, right? But light, like fucking red dog in a can, wins wins every time, man. And we had some drunk sex. But I, but I see. I, but I was I was fucking smart. I was sly because I did that thing where you pretend to drink, you just hold the beer up to your lips, and I'm like, oh man, I'm getting wasted. Oh, I'm wasted. I kept, but I kept pouring it out into the other room, like behind my back. <laughs> so she thought I drank like six beers. So she's like, in fuck it mode, like literally and figuratively, like oh fuck it. So she's like, I choose you, right? She said, I choose you. <laughs> are you ki- are you fucking kidding me? She's like I. She's like I. She's like I choose you, and she pulled me by the front of my fucking carcass long sleeve into the fucking bedroom. Oh man! That's where I'm gonna end the story, teasing for uh, Overnight Drive Volume Three. Beautiful, I love it. Yeah, step on it right there. Yeah, get your Kleenex ready. That's all I'm gonna say because I'm not. No punches are gonna be pulled. Holy shit! 
Fucking, fucking Kleenex. We'll get the lotion ready. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my God. I just sprayed I just sprayed cologne in my mouth. Oops. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with cologne right I'm sp- now? I'm sp- fucking sprucing up, bro. All right, what? you you just brought me up big time. You 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 made me happy. You've uh, you know you uplifted the podcast. Now I'm going to bring you back I down. Um, I'm going to bring right. you back to earth right now. Oh, uh, God. For, yeah, I hate, you, I hate anyone earth. who hasn't looked at the news in the past two days, uh, yeah. Kevin Euclid is going to be a Yankee, <laughs> and I, I have I... now my I don't have anything to look forward to as far as. Anything for that? Like I get to look forward to the 2014 season because hopefully he gets like hit with an Aaron Pinch and you know dies. I know you punkers out there think sports are whack, but look, that shit makes the world go around. So fucking mm-hmm. wise up. Second of all, imagine waking up and finding out that Hitler's president. Yeah, seriously, like fucking what? What is going on? Are you fucking Ugh. kidding me? Like, there's no like if you don't know about the rivalry, like. The Red Sox and the Yankees don't get along, and Kevin Euclid is like, he's like the worst bouncer ever who never lets you in anywhere and always gives you a fucking hard time. And yeah. he looks like one, too. I hate him a lot. Yeah. I, I don't, and like, I, I don't like hate people saying, I don't meet. It's like, it's like a real gauche move, but like, I hate this dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I hate, I, yeah, I, I, I fear no man, especially when I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I hate this fucking guy. And it's like, okay, so maybe you like football. So it's imagine you wake up and Tom Brady is now playing for the Jets. Say you like basketball. You wake up and Kobe's playing for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, say you like soccer and, you know, you fucking grow a pair of real balls and find another sport. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> Although I saw many a Seattle Sounders game when I lived in Seattle. And I thought that shit was fucking stupid. But in keeping with the, the theme, I, it was an internet romance. When I, why I lived there was 100% internet romance. And I had to pretend to like s- soccer. Oh, so I could get man. So I, so I could get that cutty, bro. Jesus. I wanna, we're going to make a list of all the things you had to pretend to like to get laid in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, Jesus. Well, soccer. World Cup soccer. <laughs> Jawbreaker, uh, vegan food, um, fuck, a lot of different things, uh, like uh, Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. I had to pretend to laugh, <laughs> but that would be, uh, geez, back in Olympia days, I had to pretend to like, like fucking Gene Defcon and oh. Harmar oh. Superstar, <laughs> shit like that. Jesus. Fuck, uh, I had to pretend to like clove cigarettes. Yeah, How did you even died. do that? Jesus. How could you ever make a convincing was, argument for that? Up until very recently, my life has been a sham. All right. All and, right. Uh, I've, I've lived a, a life of trying to impress people who are unimpressed. And uh, trying to get women who are unattainable emotionally. And uh, I do that through chicanery and skullduggery. And pretending to like, uh, pretending to know how to play the keyboard at one point, that was good. Um, <laughs> What'd you just, say? Like, I have a rotator cuff injury. I can't play right now, but I play really I good like, normally. Uh, no, it was like, oh, I'm used, I'm used to my setup. Man. I'm used to my setup. <laughs> Fucking, you know, and then you play like the beginning of uh, Fade to Grey by Visage, and, uh, you know, they'll go, oh, you know how to play the synth. Oh, yeah, fucking gush, gush. 
You know, you uh, you convincingly uh, played the keyboard on the last record we did together, though. I you just really, pulled that shit I out of your did. ass and it sounded good. Hey, and full circle, that song was named after Spokane Girl. So, holy shit! <laughs> Sarah wow. Hayden. Wow. Yeah. All right. Sarah Hayden, if you if you're listening, girl, you're fam- you're internet famous, right? <laughs> you're internet famous, man. Go, Jezebel commenter, what's up? Fucking no, hey. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it because uh, the truth, you know, sets you free or whatever. It's been like a rough, rough, rocky road in love for me. Uh, I had to pretend, oh, pretend, oh, just like pretending, man. And like a lot of things in my life, I was straight up and real, but but having to pretend to like stuff, man, oof, that's well, a tough this road. Is the thing, man. and I said this, we, uh, we tried to do this podcast a couple of days ago with mixed results, but one of the things I said then that I'll hold true to is uh, w- w- this podcast is going to open the doors wide open for you. This is going to, floodgates are going to open oh, up. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, you're going to, you will absolutely, what, in terms you, of, you're going to pull terms of, leg in terms of this of podcast. These, <laughs> I'm going to pull leg with this podcast, absolutely. that's good. Hey, if you're out there, I am, I'm single, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Nah, I'm employed. I own a, I own a car. I own a car. Straight up, own. Uh, I no longer I no longer pretend to like the things you like, though. So that might be a problem. Um, I I thought it would be the other way, where like maybe like one ex girlfriend would hear this like through the grapevine and then get like super mad, and then I'd have some dude with like bad tattoos coming after me. We're only in the second episode. There's plenty of time for that shit. There's plenty of plenty of time for a dude with like a, a sailboat tattoo on his fucking neck to like break my window. You know, <laughs> so like uh, you know, it's, so it's always uh, it's gonna be good. Gonna Jesus be Christ. A so, girl with like a yeah, like a fucking a guy with like a uh, <laughs> guy with like a, a, a fucking eagle on his back. Oh yeah, like, like hey, a, a fucking uh, barbed wire necklace fucking thing. Oh, that's that's gonna be the, the that's gonna be the most when that happens. I can't wait. <laughs> hey man, hey man, I remember. I know all about you, man. I read about you. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Jesus. Um, so aside from but, the world ending, fucking like Kevin Euclid is playing for the Yankees. Fucking, yeah, I can't I download shit on, anymore. Uh, What's that? I don't know how we got on that from Kevin Euclid, but uh, you know, we 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 get places, we move fast. But yeah, <laughs> that dude's a Yankee. The same day that dude's a Yankee, my internet is finally fixed after months of it not working. And the same fucking yeah. day, NZB Matrix, the only place I know where I can go and download like the old fucking movies I want to see. Is gone. So now I'm shit out of luck. I have nothing to watch. I can't watch baseball. Uh, I can't watch fucking like movies. I download. I it's, uh, it's uh, twelve, twelve, twelve. Really fucked me re- up, man. Your only recourse is to uh, do what I've been doing and watching Russian car crash videos. Yeah, that's all I got left. <laughs> Luckily, no, I've got it's... really fast internet now, so I can watch two at the same time. Oh, that's great. That's Here's a, another thing I noticed awesome. today: is fuck is Yerba Mate over? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, you know, ask me the last time I went to the co-op. I have no idea. It was there. 
But because that, uh, that shit was hot for a minute, I remember you and I were in Louisville, and uh, your friend was like, "Dude, you got to try mate. You drink it out of a gourd." And I'm like, "You brought this fucking weirdo to this dinner, man. What is this guy saying to me?" Oh my god, but I remember that. I that came was, to really uh, like Mark it. Fulkerson. If you're out there, yeah, what's he up? was. Yeah. He uh, he brought me yerba mate, and I got really excited. <laughs> and today I was going home, and I knew we wanted to do this. I had a low energy day. I just wanted to go and you know, I wanted to pep up a little bit. Yeah. I hit like nine stores looking for yerba. Mate, nobody has it anymore. There's like, there's Just, a million fucking green tea drinks and like aloe drinks. People are drinking <clears throat> aloe now, but there's no yerba so mate. I went on this quest and finally I ended up having a fucking a Red Bull. I'm a 33 year old <laughs> man on the street drinking Red Bull. Yeah. Like it was a fucking wear, seriously like, uh, dark. Did you wear a f- get an affliction shirt with that fucking Red Bull? Yeah, or what, dude. Dude, I I got up to the counter at the supermarket and I just had a Red Bull, a single like unbuttered roll. <laughs> And a, a, like a big, big like thing of cat litter. It must have been the most depressing checkout this woman ever had. It was, it was so sad. That is so awesome. I'm standing in the street drinking Red Bull, wondering where the fuck my yerba mate is. It's just gone. There's, well, no I one think, cares. No, anymore. that shit's uh, that shit's on the decline, man. You got to get on fucking uh, kombucha. That's new shit. I mean, I I can't wipe my ass without finding kombucha. I'm in Brooklyn. I could throw a stone in any direction and hit a fucking local kombucha spot. But yeah, I, like, I don't oh, want kombucha. Like some, I, I want fucking, that. Somebody with fucking hairy pits will be like, oh, try this kombucha. Yeah, this watch, watch the barrels. It's it's fermenting. <laughs> I've got a kombucha fermenting under my arms. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can't find that shit anywhere now. It's it's gone. So uh, well, if anyone's keeping track of what's in and what's out, uh, apparently fucking uh, Yerba Mate <laughs> is long gone. Should we? Is this the impetus to start a what's in what's out column? Like, should we start like a? Uh, a what's I in, guess. What's out I mean, segment? I I we know exactly what's out right now. It's fucking, fucking the mate. one thing in the world I want to drink. Mate, it's, mate it's is no out. longer with me. You seem to be. Really, I can't find really the gourd. I can't find anything. This. I was getting really mad. You know how shitty it is to be my age getting mad on the street drinking an energy drink? Like, I that's that's <laughs> low, man. That's like a step away from, like, going to jail for drunk and disorderly. That's really bad. That's true. If you're mad drinking a Red Bull, I, yes. I, feel, so, I, feel, I feel sorry for you, son. Oof. Fucking unreal. I, so, uh, we, did have, we did have a great week, though, despite the fact that... You know, life's a fucking joke, and I I want to murder myself. Life uh, is a fucking <laughs> joke. Remember that? <laughs> that was we, uh, uh, I used to say that on stage when I sang for a hardcore band. <laughs> uh, life is a fucking joke. I forgot you coined that, man. That's just, that's become part of the popular vernacular for me. I'm glad. I mean, yes, life is a fucking joke. But at the time, I thought about it in a negative sense. Now I just think, haha, life's a joke. <laughs> yeah, life's a joke, man. Just roll with it. I wear, um, you know, and I, I have this. Uh... Yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I was just going to digress into something really stupid. Right. Um, I got cruised at the gym the other day. Uh, I don't know if that's a story that I told you or not, but. <laughs> I, I, I caught the short version of it. Let me just say, disclaim, because in this world you have to disclaim every fucking thing you say. Um, the male form, will, while nude, is a beautiful thing, I guess. I mean, no, it's not. Let's be fucking, let's be real. It's fucking disgusting. Men are, yeah. gro- men are gross. Women, I, I applaud you for accepting our bodies into yours, because we are so fucking disgusting. I could, I have experimented with men before. And it has always been gross. It's like a horror show. It is a horror show. 
hygiene is, is, even if you're like a metro, hygiene is, after an hour, your hygiene is substandard by law. <laughs> even if you are shaved and bathed every hour, a man will smell bad. So, as a, a person who has examined his sexuality and has decided to claim heterosexuality, although I do find men attractive at times, <laughs> I can never, ever commit to that because men are so fucking disgusting. <laughs> that, being, that being said... Uh, having said that... Having said that, uh, I went to my gym, uh, Planet Fitness, Crossgates Mall, and because I'm trying to lose 60 pounds... So I can have a woman look my way once again. Because it hasn't happened in a really long time. Although, you're convincing me about this podcast stuff that I will... No, we're going for it. That's it. We're, to, we're getting you locked in. After the third podcast, I expect to crawl up someone's leg. So I'm just putting, <laughs> you, I'm putting, I'm putting you on notice. I better be crawling up a leg after the third podcast. God damn All right, it. we're going to put the clarion call out. We got a, we got a few clarion calls we got to make here. <laughs> Great. So, this guy... Um, I wear a Seattle Seahawks shirt while I work out because I'm serious about my love for football, and I'm serious about working out when I work out. It's a different, it's a different ball game when I'm in the gym, bro. Okay, all that cute shit goes out the door, and I'm just there to do work. I'm like fucking Mark Schlereth on fucking ESPN. I just do my work, you know. And uh, <clears throat> like fucking Bill Romanowski, man, just in there. I'm fucking doing work. If you fuck with me, man, I'm going to smash your microwave, bro. That's it. I'm going to real. I mean, like, you know, I'm on, I get on, I catch a case when I'm at the fucking gym. You don't even know. I, I get, I, I'm on the ab machine. But the thing is, I don't even pump iron. I fucking do like the Nautilus machines. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> you're on the gazelle. I'm on the gazelle. So it's, I'm on the fucking arc trainer next to like a mom and like juicy couture fucking sweats. So. Take that for what you what it will. I'm not actually pumping iron. I don't have big muscles. I don't have a tribal tattoo. I'm not wearing camouflage. You know, I'm not drinking from a gallon jug of water. You know, but I try. And, and in my mind, I look like fucking Lyle Alzado. But in everybody else, I just look like a, a jerk off. Um, <clears throat> but I'm wearing a Seattle Seahawks shirt, and this uh, I'm I know it's coming. Uh, no pun intended. I know it's coming because. I see a set of bare feet walking toward me with gray hair on the t- gray hair on the toes, right? Oh, man. And I'm Ooh, looking. Hey. No, it's like you you were on a different plane when you see a pair of gray hair toes walking toward you. Oh, uh, sh- okay. Then I, I'm sitting down. I'm trying to take my shoes off. I'm sweaty. I just want to get out of there. I'm one of those dudes who just puts his street clothes back on over the sweaty underwear because I'm only going home. You know, whatever. It's cold out. Put my put my regular clothes back on, you know. I'm and I'm taking my shoes off, and he's like Seahawks, huh? It's like, well, you know, they think they should have should have let up on the Cardinals, you know. Just starts this this real he- heavy like talk about how the the Seahawks were unfair to the Cardinals because if you don't know, the Seahawks beat the Cardinals fifty eight to zero. So I look up, and I am eye level with a with a sixty year old John Thomas. <laughs> I love him. This is a strong cruise. This guy really just went for strong it. Strong cruise. Ha- uh, he's a in a in a state of mild arousal. Uh, gray gray pubic hair with like leathery tan skin uh, and lots of like like birthmarks. Uh, it's oh, been burned God. as you, if you hadn't noticed. It's been burned into my fucking soul. Yeah. 
In my mind, it's Robert Wagner who's it, proposing or, you know, like trying to, to pick you uh, up in the fucking gym locker room. He is standing there. Oh, I know. It's, I've, if it was Robert Wagner, I mean, let's be real. That's uh, a different story. It'd be a different story. But, I mean, uh, but it, it, sadly not Robert Wagner, just some guy. And standing there, classic, hands on hips. With like fingers pointing down toward his cock, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that's uh, it was a wild game, Dan. That was really something." So I stand up and like kind of turn around while I'm talking, because although I understand where he's coming from, and I'm even a little flattered that he's cruising moi, even though there's many other better looking men around me with actual muscle tone and not back hair, you know. Um, he's got a type. He's got a type. Uh, apparently, I mean, I have to be somebody's type. My mom always says you got to be somebody's type. There's somebody out there for you. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a it's an old man with a gray a gray cock. Who's my <laughs> type? My, that's the one. I, he might be the one. What if I see him again? You know. Um. So I turn around and he kind of like angles next to me, like we're at a fucking peep show booth. You know. Oh man. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh my god, yeah. And I'm actually saying it like that, <laughs> like kind of like just really letting them know. And the dude next to me, that not the gray guy, the other guy, like starts look looks over, like who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> and then the guy, so the guy's like, Whoa. I'm glad there's an audience for this. Oh yeah, I mean everybody's just kind of like, oh, cruise job, that's cool, blatant, you know, cruise job, because it's also like a real like. So it was a very macho fucking place, the men's locker room. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, you know, look at this guy. And I fall, as usual, I fall right in the middle between, like, you know, probably having the same taste in music as the guy who's cruising me, but also yeah. having, like, the fucking leave me alone vibe of, like, the macho men. It's really, I've always lived across purposes. And so I finally, he's like, well, I'm going to hit the showers, so I'll see you later. <laughs> Like a gay, like a gay uh, porn, like a, all right, man. Like a gay porn movie. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I've been told before that I put out a gay vibe. I, a woman I was attracted to over the summer was like, I'm pretty sure. Like told a mutual friend of ours, ah, I met Hans. I'm pretty sure he's gay. <laughs> oh wow! All right, right. I never got that vibe from you. I never. Thank you. Uh, and I, I, I never had that in the brain. And we've been around each other in various states of undress, and I've that's, never. That's I'm, true. I've never, I've never cruised you. I've never tried to touch your John Thomas. I appreciate um, that. That's uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's what I and, look for. And in I've a even, companion. I've even given you Ambien before, and and where that's I true. could have definitely taken advantage of your John Thomas when I didn't. We asked out on Ambien on somebody's floor at six inches from each other at one point. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, we certainly did. It's there's we're been, all good. There's been close times. I mean, we, I mean, the nights that I couldn't stay awake, you could have definitely given me a hand job. <laughs> That's that's uh, my. I mean, those are. All, I'm, I'm thinking of more. The great thing about this podcast is that it's a catharsis because, yeah. As I'm telling stories, I'm thinking about like ten more stories over the course of my crazy life that I could tell at any given time. It's, it's like free therapy too. It kind of is. You know, it's. I pay ten dollars every therapy session, and uh, I think it would be better suited toward uh, buying a, a bottle of Coke. And, uh, and sort of web hosting, just uh, hosting a podcast. <laughs> hosting a podcast because this is great, man. This is great, man. All right, well, we gotta we gotta wrap this one up. We're starting to run over. Okay, but <clears throat> I wanted to uh, to send this out 
we I was looking at our we we have an absurd amount of downloads for like a first podcast, which yeah, is buddy. really awesome. Like Over every day I wake up and I look at it and like my, hey. my dick moves a little bit. I get really excited. Hey, thank you very much out there. You know, it's uh, it's uh, you must you must love punishment. You must love actually. You know, <laughs> it's not punishment. It's you must love hearing about my rough life. And, and feeling like you you hear this podcast and then you're like fuck it I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that fucking TV I got a good job I got a mm-hmm. good life you know compared can't to take this, it with you what the hell yeah compared to this fucking sad sack you know Jesus Christ uh, um, the one thing I noticed they show you a map of where everyone's downloaded ooh. and my question is uh, Africa China and South America like what what's up. Whoa. What are we not providing for you in a quality podcast? I want to. I I need world filtration. Yeah. And right now, these are the areas I'm having trouble breaking into. Africa. Why? And, and the, I want, uh, certainly, as I've uh, followed the life and death of uh, Liberian dictator Samuel K. Doe, I would like very much for us to have Liberian listeners. But I think Liberians I would know, have to right? first get internet. And yeah, they, that could yeah. be a problem. I was thinking about that. There's uh, the infrastructure is uh, weak. I think to, might, uh, yeah. to put it lightly, let us be the harbinger. Let us be the the uh, what do you call it? Let us be the the bringer of the need for increased technology to these poor, impoverished countries. Let us be the Bob Geldof of podcasts where we bring internet. That's a great to, idea. Internet to Ethiopia. You don't need wheat. You don't need rice. You need internet. So you, yeah, you need overnight drive. Is what you, you need. You need overnight drive, motherfucker. Because Warlord's not going to steal your podcast, but he might steal your rice and your money. <laughs> um, if he steals it, you just download it again. It's all right. It's you not tell the end him, of the world. You tell him General Magic Johnson sent you, and then it'll be all right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is Overnight Drive. It's hey. uh, this is the second episode of uh, of many. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I, we, when we got a bunch of followers, I did this really ill-advised, like, social media blitz. So, it was now, awesome. if you like this shit, now you can get on our Tumblr, which, as of today, is actually just overnightdrive.com. Really? I, uh, I went out and I bought a .com, and work was really busy, so I, uh, that's I spent, like, an hour fucking forwarding, hey, uh, that's one more, forwarding that that's to Tumblr. That's one more .com to add to my OkCupid profile. So, perfect. Yeah, there you go. Makes me look, bring him oh, right through. Oh, he's creative. Oh, he does like that. Yeah, that's he how we're like, going to crack the nut. He does like website to crack the nut. You got to crack that n- <laughs> I like that uh, use of Dublin Tongue. Uh, we I got overnightdrive.com. We got uh, facebook.com slash overnightdrive. Uh, Twitter.com overnight, dri- overnight underscore drive. Uh, if there's like a Twitter or a, a fucking Tumblr or some shit, chances are we got it. Um... But yeah, just hit up uh, overnightdrive.com and then they'll all they'll all be there. You can ask questions, yes. you can do all that fucking stupid Tumblr shit. Yeah, Andrew is the maven. Andrew has always been the technological genius. And I've been the uh <clears throat> what have I been? Well, if we were like a uh if we were like a duo, like a famous movie duo. You're the heart and soul, man. You're the one that keeps it real. You're the one that keeps it street. <laughs> I mean, uh... I mean, only how many people in the world have been beat up because they, they own a Nirvana tape? I can count on yeah. one hand, without a doubt. <laughs> With the number one, I think that's the only person you know. 
Not only beaten, not only driven to a remote location and then beat up, like kidnap style, while being scolded by the smallest, I remember his name is Jamie, fucking asshole. Uh, smallest dude just fucking berating me about music, like, like a fucking musicology lesson by blood. While some dude's like dropping his knee on your neck? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I, what do you do? Do you fight back? These are my friends. I'm paying, paying my fucking dues. This is like the mindset I was in back. These are the same. These are the same men who forced me to eat twenty hot dogs so they could get a free T-shirt. <laughs> you got jumped into the gang. Just look at it that way. I did. Yeah, I was. I was a real pussy back then. So they forced me to eat twenty hot dogs so they could get a free T-shirt, and then called me a pussy when I puked. <laughs> I like these guys, man. I want to get these guys on. I want to see what their uh, what their lives consist they, uh, of these days. One, only one of them is not in uh, prison. Oh wow! All right, true true story. Go figure. Wow, right? Shocker! Fucking yeah. mind blown over here. <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right. I think this tell is your weird fruitful. friends. Tell your weird friends. Yeah, tell another your weird friend. That's going to be our, uh, our our war cry for this shit. Uh, tell your weird friend if you got some stories, man. Next time we're gonna try and get Indie Rock Prince of Michigan, Justin Kiss, back in here. He uh, he's got some stories to tell, but he's a little bashful. I'll get him on some Jamesons, and then we'll yeah, uh, we'll 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 open him up slowly. It'll be uh, it'll be a coming of age <laughs> thing for him. Yeah. So um, until next time, America. Uh, thank you. Tell your weird friend. Tell your weird friend. All right. Let's cue the music.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.